Exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where every week we pick a random subreddit and then we uh, talk about it for an hour or so. Uh, I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. <laughs> I'm Louisa Heron. And we are low energy, so we're really pushing it really hard today. Oh, man, that was a real doozy of an intro, let me tell you. <laughs> Well, you know what they say about comedy is that if it doesn't come naturally, you should force it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Yeah, I mean, that probably is true. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm that forcing is probably... my energy up already, and I feel great about it. <laughs> yeah, I think Jeff is forcing the energy to even <laughs> remain sitting upright. I assume <laughs> he is. Oh, no, I'm, I have to sit upright now because my mic is no longer handheld. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought maybe you would be lounging on a chaise lounge with like chocolates being fed to you while you're. Uh, what is that called? A settee? Is that a settee? Those cha- couches? Chaise lounge is the correct term. You're fine. Okay, what's a settee? The same sort of thing, but I think it has two armrests instead of just one. Oh, okay. I guess I'm just thinking about hedonism bot now yes. from Futurama. <laughs> I'm sitting on the back of a large beast. And people are you're too lazy to find out what kind of beast it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I Someone just put me uh, here. Or, please. Or, wait, or do you mean Kelsey Grammer wearing a blue carpet? Bring me <laughs> a beast. That's how rich Jeff is now. That's how podcast rich Jeff is. He's hired Kelsey Grammer to wear a blue suit, and uh, he just reclines on him. <laughs> I like the idea of it being a blue suit, like uh, like a three piece suit, like a navy blue suit, and carrying Jeff around. <laughs> is this suit furry or no? Because I'm imagining no. it furry. Oh. See, in my mind, it's not. It's like a well-tailored three-piece suit. Yeah, in my mind, it is too, but the fabric is furry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just made of, like, leftover Cookie Monster scraps. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> cookie Monster pelts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever watch The Tick, the cartoon show, when you were kids? Uh, I was aware of bit. There was a superhero on there called Captain Carpet, who was sort of like an Iron Man analog, except his suit was made entirely out of carpet, and his power was that he could give people static electric shocks. That was a pretty good joke. That was pretty good joke. I really, I really like fake uh, superheroes. I think that's always a solid joke. It's funny you mention that because I've been thinking about the Tick lately. In that. There's such a you know, abundance of superhero things right now, but no one's making like a smaller, a smaller character like TV series that's got a comedy angle to it. Yeah, didn't they talk about bringing the Tick back? Oh, it's coming! Think, it's coming back. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Peter, that's... Peter Serafinovic is starring as the Tick, and it's going to be on Amazon. I think that's fine. I guess, but no one's trying that with any new characters. Is he some kind? Is this some kind of Angel Man? Uh yes. That, that's uh, that name. I don't. know. Oh, he's name. the he's oh. he's that British actor who called the Guardians of the Galaxy a bunch of a holes in that movie. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a weird choice because he's kind of like skinny and dour. Uh, yeah. So I'll be interested to see how that turns out. 
Maybe it's a gritty reboot of The Tick. <laughs> it's gone in the opposite direction. That would be great. <laughs> the problem is that Patrick Warburton is the perfect person to play that role, and they already wasted him on the not-very-good series, so... <laughs> I'm just picturing... Uh, no, I don't like the joke. Thinking about the tick now, I'm like, mm, no, actually, the tick's jokes, like, for the most part, the character himself was just annoying. Yes, but the jokes on the show were very... Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, like, uh, uh, Chairface, that's a pretty good gag. Yeah, Chairface Chippendale as a villain is great. <laughs> I still like the episode where all the plants in town came to life and no one really noticed. <laughs> like, the villain was making plants come alive, but they were the superheroes were still just dealing with their own problems. <laughs> and at one point, uh, Deflator Mouse comes in and says, Hey guys, sorry I'm late. I couldn't catch a cab. I got jumped by a couple of sunflowers. What's going on in this town? And that's the only reference they have to it. Pretty good. Pretty good jokes there, the tick. I like, um... Uh, uh, in the the live action show when he was uh, when they had Batman, well, I thought that was a pretty fun joke. See, but that character was Deflator Mouse in the cartoon show, and that's an even funnier joke. But it takes a little bit more thought to get it, and so yes. I guess they had to dumb it down, and that makes me sad. I think there was some sort of rights issue where they couldn't use a bunch of the comic book characters for some reason. Uh, oh. In the live action show, which is why they had a bunch of different ones, like, uh, what was it, Miss, Miss Liberty or something? Oh, was that what she was called? It wasn't American Made, because that's also a very good joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was not Made themed, but she was still America themed. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a great cartoon show, though. I'm surprised, Louisa, that you're not more into it, given that you like Venture Brothers so much, and their yeah. similar humor styles. Uh, that's true, similar. But from what I remember of The Tick, it was annoyingly, like, not as funny. Like, it was trying harder, but not the jokes weren't as good. There was a lot yeah. of The Tick yelling non-sequiturs, which was a very popular comedy choice for children yeah. in the 90s. I do remember that. I didn't like that yeah. very much. Oh, do you guys remember Freakazoid? Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was basically that. If if a show had nothing but yelling non sequiturs at kids, then it would be Freakazoid. Ren and Stimpy did a lot of that, too, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, I liked Ren and Stimpy earlier, uh, and then the creative team was very... They were very bad with deadlines, so they all got fired. And then yeah. different people got brought in who didn't really get the kernel of it. Yeah. Yeah, true. There's a lot of cartoon shows that were popular when we were kids that very much centered around, like, obnoxious people yelling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that was the, the basis for all of the comedy in it. And I wonder if that's why so many people I know aren't funny. Angry Beavers <laughs> was a big one with just yelling noises. Yeah. And then the later with... Uh, the same one voice actor, Invader Zim, which uh, I know is a little younger than you guys, but mm, that was not fun for me in middle school, being the only person who didn't like that show. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who liked Invader Zim, but I was in high school, and I was like, that's not okay. I don't think it's okay for you to like that show. <laughs> it was, It's like... It's very much just a Weird Voices cartoon, which is not my favorite. I don't understand the humor style, which is seemingly quite popular, even to this day, of, like, 
what's going to be funny about this is that I'm going to say what you expect, except one of the words will be a random unrelated word in the middle of this thing. And, like, somehow that will be funny? I well, don't... I think it's because it's the type of humor that can be made by people with no sense of humor. Uh-huh. Like, to, to say, I think it was especially true in the late 80s, early 90s, like, oh, uh, cartoons for kids that not only will those be super popular with kids and be really successful they'll be popular with older people as well like they're a gold mine and they had a lot of people making it who had no idea what they were doing and I think a lot of people without a sense of humor so it was just all yelling or like you say random words as an attempt yeah. to <laughs> make a facsimile of humor is there any way I can fix the blame for this entirely on uh, Pinky from Pinky in the Brain because yes, I really it. feel like I fucking that was hate the... Pinky in the Brain it's a shame because, like, Animaniacs, I think we can all agree, is very good yes. and was made by very intelligent people. But the character of Pinky was, like, that one character that was to appeal to all of the stupid children who didn't know what humor was. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I remember spending many years in middle school listening to people just yell, like, narf, as if that was a joke. And yeah. it's not. It's yep. not a joke. I don't understand why people can't tell that that's just a word that you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. I agree, hundred percent. I think Pinky is the least egregious, uh, but yeah, one of the earlier examples because at the very least, the other characters didn't like him. Yes, that's true. He's still annoying, but then later <laughs> that character becomes like, oh yeah, he's everybody's friend because he just yells words that don't make sense. Oh, good. Good job, cartoon makers. It's funny, because you watch, like, old Looney Tunes, and it's like, oh, they drew this very complicated cartoon to an opera. Like, they weren't (laughs) trying to pander to... I mean, sometimes they definitely were trying to pander, but there were some Looney Tunes where it's legitimately, like, sort of artistic, uh, and a lot of, like children's cartoons nowadays have really lost the thread of what it means to be putting any effort into things, I think. I Well, I feel like nowadays, specifically the last few years, it's kind of turned around. I think there's several that are good for kids, and there's they're good enough that older people also appreciate them. That's true. Like, Steven Universe is very good. Yeah, we've got yeah. Steven Universe and Adventure Time and Gravity Falls, which just ended. I'm gonna say that I think Adventure Time kind of lost the thread as well. It was good in the beginning, but the later seasons become very much that sen- that style of, like, look how random this is! It's so random! Mm, I kind of fell off Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, because um, cartoon shows now are not... They're either very story-heavy, like they have a consistent world that uh, makes sense... Or they're, like, the Annoying Orange, which I've accidentally watched, like, two episodes of, because it used to be on, like, right after Adventure Time. a bookcase fell on you and you couldn't reach the remote. <laughs> yeah, I was pinned against the ground. I, I had to bash my head against the floor until I passed out so that I wouldn't have to watch the Annoying Orange anymore. It's the goddamn worst. Now, I'm very happy to say that I've never heard of this thing. (laughs) Okay, so it's a bunch of photographs of fruits, and they Uh do that thing like, uh, like 
they used to do on whatever late night show, I guess Conan O'Brien, where they would mm-hmm. put different lips in the photograph and have mm. someone speak. They do that. Now, these are these are different from the lips that were already on the fruit. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> they no, they cut those off before they ship them to consumers because they're very upsetting. Yeah, it's, yes. it's unsettling to have lips just constantly uh, singing arias when you're trying to peel an orange. Yes. Although the ri- the lips on raspberries are really well placed because they can make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the fruit gets its name. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Annoying orange is the worst. It's okay. upsetting to look at because it's photographs of oranges. I love an orange with uh, superimposed eyes and moving lips on it, and then all the other fruits are just like that, and they don't really do anything except yell and laugh and are annoying. I think the key, though, is things that are popular with, like, 10-year-old kids are things that they think are more adult than, like, baby cartoons, but things that teenagers and adults find super irritating. Like, 10-year-olds love that, because they think somehow they're, like, breaking free of uh, society or something. 10-year-olds suck, is what I'm trying to say. They're like, oh, (laughs) yeah, the Ninja Turtles are so edgy, I can't believe they're letting me watch this. And then an adult looks at it like, this is a bunch of (laughs) turtles... And then an adult looks at it and is like, is that lady fucking those turtles? What the hell? <laughs> oh. And then that adult gets on DeviantArt and like, it's like, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to be fucking. Yes. <laughs> you just wait. You just wait, America. And, and then that adult is like, Michael Bay, you ruined my childhood. <laughs> I think. I think that's how that narrative goes. Yeah. <clears throat> how come nobody is saying that, by the way? Like, can't we yell at Michael Bay? He's doing a shitty job. He and no one's complaining we? about him. Uh, everyone is complaining about happened. him, and also he didn't direct either of those. <laughs> it's his kind of uh, aesthetic, though, isn't it? Uh, he's like a producer, but I don't think he's yeah. a hands-on producer ever for anything. I think he just he's signs checks. cocaine all over those movies. <laughs> but didn't everyone say that this was Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles, the, the most recent movie? Uh, yeah, that's why it's weird that everyone keeps saying that, because they're directed by some no-name. It's just they slapped Michael Bay's name on it because they know his name makes money. Yeah, I mean, it was directed mo- by Michael Ney. <laughs> some no-name. <laughs> The movie was very Michael Bay, though. Have you guys watched it? No, I didn't bother. Is no. it, it's bad, though? It is bad, certainly. I mean, that's to be expected. But it's also very incomprehensible in large mm. chunks of it, where action is happening and you can't see what's happening or discern who's doing what to whom. I felt that way so. about Transformers. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Every Michael Bay movie has that. But yeah, the, getting to make them. The new sequel looks pretty fun, but it probably won't be, right? Sequel to what? Tr- the, the new Ninja Turtles, it comes out in like a week or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. going to be good. It's got yeah. Krang in it, and Fred Armisen is doing the voice. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But still not funny enough to watch it. I mean, like, uh, what's his name? The guy Joe from Arrested Development, Will Arnett. Yeah. Will Arnett was in the first one, and I yeah. love Will Arnett, but I that did not save that movie. Oh, Arrow is playing Casey Jones. Yeah. Popular <laughs> wide-faced actor Steve Amell. <laughs> Popular uh, indicator of direction Arrow. Oh my God! <laughs> Tyler Perry is in it as Bax- oh, no. as Baxter Stockman, a a like C list yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles. He's in, the, he's in the trailer. I know because he's I did not see a C list one. He turns into a fly. He was my favorite one when I was a kid. I don't know him by name, 
and there's no picture on his Wikipedia page, so I'm assuming that he's not cool like the uh, the Rhino Man or Krang. No, Bebop I'm pretty and sure. Rocksteady? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, Baxter they're they're in it in. too. Baxter, yeah, I saw that. Baxter was in several episodes. I definitely yeah. remember him being on the show a bit. He invented the Mausers, those little robot mm-hmm. turtles that eat the real turtles. Yep. Guys, Tony Shalhoub is the voice of Splinter in these movies. What? Fine. Wait, okay, hang on. <laughs> Who cares? Didn't they, didn't they originally have uh, a white person cast to play Splinter, and then people were like, that's racist, so then they cast an Asian guy? No, that but was uh, te- Shredder. Oh, you're right. That's right. So they, who's Shredder? They re-edited the movie so that... Uh, originally, uh, Will Arnett becomes Shredder, and then they read... No! <laughs> Wrong! Well, sorry, William Fitchner. There you go. A different, a different, uh, sour white guy. A different underrated Will. Yes. Uh, Will Fitchner becomes Shredder, and then they re-edited the movie and added some scenes in so that Will Fitchner is just the guy funding another person who is actually Shredder. Yes. And just okay. before we get uh, emails from one of our 61 listeners, uh, <laughs> it looks like Brad Garrett is the voice of Krang. I was wrong. Yeah, so is Fred Armisen anything? No, I don't know where I got that. Huh. <laughs> I feel like Brad Garrett would be more the voice of the body of Krang if that body had a voice, which I hope it doesn't. Cause yeah, it was, I don't think it, it does. You know who should play the body, though? Brad Garrett. Yeah, exactly, no. of course. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. Oh, yeah. Jim Gaffigan, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> right? If he just put on some ti- some tiny red underpants and, like, goggles. Yeah. I think that he should be crying with one of his children in a papoose for Halloween. <laughs> that would be great. That would be pretty great. Uh, oh, man. I do really like that picture of Graham Clark that he had on Facebook mm-hmm. for so long with it, with Krang painted on his belly. Yep. <laughs> that was very good. Uh... I, um... So, what have you been up to on the internet this week, uh, Louisa? Oh, <laughs> what? Before we started, I said I wasn't sure what I was going to say. And you're going to throw me under the bus by asking me first? You've had 23 minutes to think about it while we talked about this dumb bullshit. Yeah, we could just hit the random <laughs> button. We, do, we could just skip what we're up to. No, it's well, fine. No, stop trying to change the formula of the show, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you want to do this every week. We need to do that. We need to have some kind of consistency for our audience's sake. I'll do it. Yeah. I will say that uh, last week's Game of Thrones had a moment that was uh, much talked about online, and then there was much talk about how that's a spoiler and it's not appropriate to reveal. And uh, I'm going to have to say I don't agree with that sort of talk. Like, days later. You're gonna have to get on it and watch something if you don't want it spoiled, or you're gonna mm. have to not be online. You really can't have it both ways. Wrong. No, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> no, the people who read the books spent 20 years not telling anyone uh, about any of the things that happened in that series. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that everyone who read the book all agreed and stuck to <laughs> not telling any of their friends about it. Like, I'm surprised how unified that group of people was. <laughs> You you say that jokingly, but I don't. I didn't hear uh, the phrase "red wedding" until people watched that TV show, and I knew people who had read those books already. Yeah, well, yeah, was it called the Red Wedding in the books? Yeah, I thought. Okay, people don't talk about stuff that happens in books like generally. <laughs> if you think about it, like 
that's not really a thing that happens. Every year there's a huge novel that sells millions of copies. I usually don't know what it is. <laughs> and no one is ever talking about spoilers from it, ever, anywhere. I think it's a lot harder to t- to tell spoilers from a book and make them sound exciting. Yeah, and also everyone's not experiencing at potentially the same time, so. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I kept seeing the the key phrase of this spoiler, and it bothered me because I wanted to find that out for myself. But then I was just like, all right, I'm going to look up what this is, and I looked <laughs> it up, and I'm like, mm, yeah, that's probably not going to be the same reveal on the TV show and in the book anyway, because uh, it doesn't seem to make any. Uh, I've I've skipped since like season five, so I'm sure it made sense within the context of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, it raised it, a lot of questions too. But yeah, you know. uh, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't. It's it's hard to even tell what counts as a spoiler right now uh, if you're avoiding the show because you want to read the book. With stuff that's online, though, I it's weird to me because like it's so easy to stop reading a thing in a way that it's not easy to stop, like, listening to or watching something. Yeah. So most of the discussion is taking place on, like, Facebook and Twitter, and all I do is I look at the beginning of the post, and as soon as I see that it's going to be about Game of Thrones, I'm just like, I'm not caught up, so I'm not gonna read this, like... Yeah. And it's fine to say, if someone just goes and posts a spoiler, that's fine to be mad at them, of course. But people want to kind of discuss the thing they just saw on social media, which happens in real time, so when people are like, oh, that was such a crazy moment, and then people are still like, oh, boo, you shouldn't be saying that, I, I don't get to watch it till tomorrow... Well, that's just too bad. <laughs> uh, when people, yeah, I I agree. It's annoying when people are like, "Oh man, now I'm going to be expecting a crazy moment on this show that's exclusively crazy <laughs> moments." That's annoying. But I saw people that were just posting like the phrase and a picture of the character it related to, and I'm like, "Okay, like I can put two and two together." It's pretty obvious yeah. what you're referring to. Like, why would you do that? Like, oh man, yeah. picture of character, sad face. Like, okay, you think <laughs> you're being vague, but a sad face and a picture of a character from Game of Thrones tells me what's going to happen. <laughs> I want to start posting pictures with sad faces of every character from Game of Thrones. Just like to really throw people off. <laughs> just put up a picture of like Brienne of Tarth with a sad face and then just be like, Oh my god, did she die? No, I'm just sad for her. <laughs> Start putting up pictures of characters who died a while ago and sad faces. <laughs> they kind of did that, didn't they? With the ads for the show, the print ads, in which you see the uh, closed-eye faces in that wall of faces, but it's like faces that we know, who people who've died on the show. Bum, yes. bum, bum. <laughs> well, now that there's going to be fucking... I don't want to spoil anything now that we're talking about spoilers, but... Now that there's, like, flashbacks in the show, we're gonna see people from that. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, honestly. Yeah. I think that's nice. It's nice, nice to people... see Sean Bean's face again. <laughs> it's attached, nice yes. attached people... to his body. <laughs> people leave a show, but they like it enough to, to come back. That's always nice. That's the first time in human history that anyone's expressed a desire to see Sean Bean's face. <laughs> which is weird. Uh, poor guy. I mean, he's fine, but he's got a very craggly face. <laughs> Uh, so what's going on on the internet with you, Matt? 
Uh, well, I already kind of discussed this with you guys last night because we all went out to a bar, but I'm going to talk about it again. Uh, I started and then finished watching all of the Great British Baking Show in the past week uh, <laughs> because I work from home, so I can marathon shows all day. Um, so yeah, and it's so good. It's the best show ever because it's like a reality show, but without all of the stupid drama. It's just people being nice to each other, and, like, literally the judge's table is an old lady and, like, a slightly stern gentleman drinking tea and having a chat in a garden. (laughs) It's great. Yep. It is a very Um, good show. It does cut out all the false drama. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I was watching part of it earlier today with my girlfriend, and she was talking about how, um, like there was a moment when two characters were whispering to each other and she was in the other room so she couldn't quite hear what they were saying. And she's like, were those two people shit-talking on somebody else in the competition? And I was like, no, that lady was saying, I'm worried that my bread isn't going to be good enough. And then the other girl said, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. Here, let me help you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just the fact that it doesn't have, like, a shot of, like, a cake falling on the ground and then a shot of people reacting, and then before the next commercial break, there's another shot of exactly the same thing, and then there's someone gasping, and then at the end of the show, you see something about a cake falling. Like, the fact that they don't hype up false drama for every tiny thing is pretty great. This also, this this next thing that I say might be racist, but... Uh, <laughs> That's never oh a good start. <laughs> but... Is Your it just, puppet is saying this, go on. Yes, my puppet is saying, <laughs> is it just that British people are generally more pleasant than American people? Because it seems like the American reality shows, they can't ever have any pleasant people at all on them. Whereas there's nothing but like just generally pleasant people on the British reality shows. I think it's yes. more about the culture of like how TV has developed in the two countries. Because I think when reality shows started, it was, like, the same group of people making a bunch of reality shows in America, probably in England as well, and then, like, they hired more people that they knew, so everything kind of developed in a certain way, and I think on American shows, there's this standard of it has to be super high drama, absolutely Mm -hmm. all the time, no matter what. There has to be a, a moment that people will talk about in every single episode, so that you can't... They always hire people to be ridiculous assholes. They don't hire the people who are just competent at something. Also, yeah. America is the most unpleasant industrialized nation in the world. <laughs> That's certainly true. Like, we, we've we willfully uh, cultivated a society of malcontents and bullies, so our, our media kind of reflects that. Yeah, why did we do that again? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It probably seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> we were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we, were trying to, we were trying to keep all those damn so-and-sos out. The irony is, I think throughout its history, America has been one of the least drunk nations in the world. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. we're not mellow enough. <laughs> like, it was founded by Puritans, and, like, the attitude towards drinking in every other country in the world is always like, yeah, I mean, it is lunchtime, but you can have a couple beers. <laughs> <laughs> it is lunchtime, so why aren't you having more beers? <laughs> Yeah, like, when I went to Costa Rica for work, they got very upset with me that I refused to have a glass of wine with lunch. And I was like, I'm going to be sleepy all day. (laughs) Well, they're also, in most other countries, constantly drinking coffee. Yeah. I think that kind of counteracts the being drunk all the time. How are they not all dead? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because they have uh, living wage and health care. 
Oh, yes, they have health care. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's the secret. Oh, that's what they did. Yeah. That's how they're doing it. <laughs> they can afford we, to go to doctors and pay their bills. We can... We, uh... Oh, no, the word just went out of my brain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they apart. also have a good education system. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! We have monster yes. truck rallies? Is that what you are going to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say we've cultivated a society of malcontents, and they've cultivated a healthcare system. So I guess they are bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's start over. <laughs> we, we fucked that one I thought one there up. was going to be a joke there, but it was just sad truth. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, my thing on the internet, did you see this? Mm-hmm. Uh, this this guy went to the art museum and put a pair of glasses on the floor and waited for people to start taking pictures of it. Oh, I heard no. about that. It yes. worked. Everyone went and started looking at it and examining it like, wow, this is good art. <laughs> Here's this, this guy sounds like a real asshole. <laughs> uh, it was. It's pretty funny because there's just like a bunch of people standing around looking at a pair of glasses on the floor. But also because he did it on purpose, it's art. Yeah. the The thing is, art evokes a reaction from you. So, yes, literally anything can be art. Yep. You need to be in the right frame of mind to experience it. So, yeah, it does fall under the category of art. And a lot of people yeah. are like, ha, hey, get it? Like, you tricked all these art snobs into thinking about this. <laughs> well, you can think about anything. Yeah. And the reaction that this art is evoking from me is that that guy is kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's I... the reaction of a lot of modern art from me. <laughs> to be yeah, fair. that's yeah. true. <laughs> I was disappointed when I found out that someone did it on purpose. I thought it would have been way funnier if someone just, like, dropped their glasses by accident and everyone started being like, ooh, ah. Yeah, but that's been a joke since, like, Three Stooges times. Like, oh, this thing is a piece of art. No, that's the light switch. Like, yeah, we get it. Okay. Yes, everyone, like, thinks they're being original and really lambasting those art snobs by saying that Art is confusing sometimes, I guess. Is that the joke? I don't know. I just hate modern art. Like, the category modern art, not like art created in the modern day. Isn't it it kind of easy to hate modern art, though? I mean, like, you need to challenge yourself to be like, to meet it on its own terms. I know I I just complained about modern art, but uh, the, the good thing about modern art is how many more voices you can hear in it, because it's a pretty closed society for a lot of older art. You're thinking about pop music again, Louisa, not modern art. There are no voices in modern art. It's oh, like it. paintings and stuff. <laughs> modern art's what you listen to paintings. on Spotify? Spotify for modern art? <laughs> it's, uh, there are modern art paintings, Jeff. I, you can go to hell. <laughs> yeah, I guess like Jackson Pollock, but I was thinking more like uh, Duchamp's Fountain, which sure. was yeah. an idea he stole, and also I yeah, think Yeah, that's the, a shame. The actual artist is the person who designed that urinal. Yes, true. I can agree with that. But he's the one who presented it, so I think that's also important. Yes, I guess. Mm, I don't think that uh, taking a piece of art that was crafted by someone else based on an, yet another person's idea and saying this is art makes you the artist. Yeah, I think it's a shame he took the idea from someone else, because the idea to display that as art was a revolutionary idea at the time. I suppose so. Yes. Mm, anyway, uh, I... This is very funny, by the way. <laughs> All of this stuff we're talking about is hilarious. This is also a human interest podcast. I've hit the random button, and we've gotten something uh, all very uh-huh. uninteresting to talk about. 
Hooray. Well, it relates <laughs> to what we were just discussing. Sort of. Bit. Oh, man, yeah. I thought this was a photograph. Ah, cool. <laughs> so the, the board we got this week is r slash digital painting. Oh, man, cool. And I will read the sidebar here. It says, welcome. The purpose of r slash digital painting is to nurture growing artists. Be prepared to receive constructive critique on your art. Be active and participate in the conversation. Give critiques. Ooh, these people better be ready to receive some <laughs> constructive critiques this week. Oh, yeah. Being able to common. recognize and give constructive criticism will mark your growth as well as help others. Have any questions? Stop by the infamous Wobbly Wednesdays. I'm not going to click on that. <laughs> I assume that it's Carrie Elwes' character from The Oogie Loves. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't what? be surprised. No. <laughs> Carrie always played a character called Bobby Wobbly. Anyway. Oh, why was he in that movie? Why do you know that? Because of the Flophouse. Okay. Also <laughs> I haven't because, heard that one. Also because when people post a picture of how Carrie Always' career is down the toilet, they always post the picture of him playing that character from that terrible movie. Yeah, you, know you gotta what? go listen to that episode, Louisa. That's like the best he, one. I should, yeah. But he, wa- he was great, and he looked great on Psych, when he was on Psych, the last season of Psych. Yeah, but that was many years ago. Not that many. And before that, he looked a little unwell, so I thought something was bad was going on with him, but then he looked so much better by the time Psych rolled around, and I was like, yeah, Carrie Elwes, you've still got it going on. <laughs> still got it together. Yeah, I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> well, have you, have you seen him lately? <laughs> yes, I have. I just said, I have, and he looks much better than he did No, 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 no. Ago. I mean, like, have you, like... <laughs> talk to him, like, hung out with him lately, because I want to know. Are you saying he might be missing? <laughs> Is that the problem? Maybe. I don't know. Uh-oh. Don't start <laughs> introducing these ideas. <laughs> Some of these are really, really good. These paintings? Yeah, I just keep looking at these digital paintings, and some of them, like, I, I clicked on top, and a bunch of them look like photographs. Is that the goal? Not necessarily. Um, yeah. But it's very impressive to see a photorealistic painting, especially knowing that it was created with uh, uh, digital tools and not physical ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always curious. I mean, I assume that all of these people, or at least most of these people, um, have those like touchscreen things where they you can draw directly on the screen. Because I have a I have one of those um, like drawing pads that you usb pads that you can plug in and then you can like draw on the pad and then what you're drawing appears on the screen and it is so hard to get the lines to match (laughs) up like you don't realize how intuitive the idea of my hand is where the the image is appearing Mm -hmm. until you have to coordinate your hand with a different screen where the image is showing up yeah that makes sense yeah i imagine uh a lot of these people either have a ton of practice with that style of drawing tablet, or they have the kind with the screen in it. Because uh, some of these things are just really cool to look at. There's nothing <laughs> funny to say. Just like go to reddit.com/r/digitalpainting and start looking I at these cool pictures, be, y'all. I bet there will be something funny to say on most controversial of all time. Oh yes. Right now. <laughs> I don't know why I just went to top. Clearly, most controversial is going to be the fun oh, ones. Oh man. The top of all time in controversial is so weird. <laughs> I'm going to look at it. It says, new to digital painting. I think I did really good. What do you think? Pillow I, of heaven. 
this person is clearly trolling this board, but it's very <laughs> funny. Ooh, boy. It's a man in a hoodie sweatshirt with, like, Picasso-style giant head looking at another Picasso-style rabbit sitting on a pillow on top of a pillar in some kind of weird techno landscape thing. It all has the Talk weird, about modern art. fucked up art like um like a van with airbrushed painting on it quality to it. <laughs> yeah. If somebody got this airbrushed on the side of their van, I would be very worried for them. Uh I think I should get this airbrushed on the side of my van. <laughs> you want me to worry about you more than I already do, Jeff? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's look at the second one, which is a f- uh painting of the band Arcade Fire. Mm, no, I it's like- a photograph. <laughs> I like that the thumbnails for the most controversial, for me anyway, the top three or four, are extremely blurry. Like, it's trying to prevent me from looking yeah. at them. It's like, you don't <laughs> want to look too closely at this, do yeah. you? Wait, I don't understand why this arca- arcade fire is controversial. Is this an image that already exists? It's, is this, like, uh, a, a photograph already? Yeah, I think it's a photograph that they just applied a filter on. Yeah, it doesn't look like... It doesn't look like there's any artistic touches that I can see, really. Oh, yeah. it's Somebody said in the comments, this, that's just a photo, it's been filtered, and then the guy said, no, I painted over the photo. And it's uh-huh. like, okay, yes, yeah. but that's not what this thing is. <laughs> hmm. Weird. Yeah. That brings up the idea of where the line is in art, doesn't it? Because some people who paint over photos, you would say they really did make something. They did make some art. Only if they painted something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, if he painted uh, all of the members of Arcade Fire to look like the members of Smash Mouth, that would be art. <laughs> that would be amazing, also. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my list for things to uh, make terrible fan art of. Are you going to paint over <laughs> a I'm photograph of Arcade Fire? I'm going to be using the cut tool. I'm going to be cutting out pictures of some characters and putting them Well, that's going to be a controversial post on digital painting. <laughs> <laughs> so it took it till the third most controversial post of all time for it to be elves fucking. But we got there. Yeah, I mean, I They're not explicitly fucking, but like that is implied. I didn't really get why that one was so controversial. Uh, I mean, it. it's not even... Is it even digital? It looks like somebody just... I guess it is digital, but... It is yeah. digital. The the uh, animatonic structures aren't great. Oh, it's because uh, they took a photo of their tablet instead of a screenshot for people <laughs> to critique. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say... that is weird. That, that is very weird, but I was going to say it seems a little bit more like uh, elitism at work for this, because I don't think it's very good either. But the fact that it's a photo of a screen rather than a screenshot, and the fact that it's, like, kind of fan art, sort of a subject, I feel like people are probably shitting on it because of that. Well, I can agree with shitting on it because of the fan art thing, because, like, yeah, I feel like the people on this board are trying to be genuinely artistic, and drawing pictures of your masturbation fantasy is not... I don't think an artistic endeavor. Yeah, but if you're going to be giving work. constructive criticism, you Wait, should be you commenting guys, on the. What? Do you guys think that Dolly got turned on by melting clocks? Is that possible? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's I the only be way. Yeah, that's the only way a, he could get it up. He was a chronosexual. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's anyone in the history of the world that's been turned on by that painting? I bet there have. Yeah, Salvador Dolly. 
<laughs> the clock man from uh, Batman. Wasn't there a clock man? Yeah, uh, yeah he's called the clock, the clock king. king. There you go. Yeah, I think he'd guy. be upset by an image of a clock melting because he likes clocks. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's, like, it's taboo and that's why it turns him on so yeah, much. Yeah, sometimes oh. destroying something because you like it so much is a thrill, right? I wish that this board had worst of all time somewhere. So you uh, can see, like, the the most hated post ever. I guess you could sort it by top and try to find the last page. I think we've said, we've had this conversation exactly before. <laughs> yes, we have. I did show. the opposite. I, uh, I went and found the, or not the opposite, I went and found the oldest. I did something similar but different. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like there's too many posts, so I think I'll be able to find it. <laughs> okay, we'll just wait. Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, ready? <laughs> I found a really nice painting of a Brussels sprout. Oh, oh that's that? your favorite. Yeah, uh, you guys are both like, mm, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the top of the second page of Top of All Time. <laughs> now our mm. listeners can all just enjoy us looking around this thing they can't see. Now I want to eat Brussels sprouts. Yeah, this, is a pretty, really this is a pretty good subreddit. Yeah, this isn't bad. Uh, but we are supposed to be critiquing. The sidebar said that we need to give critiques, so... Uh, uh, everyone's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, <laughs> good job, guys. Here's what I think we need to do for this podcast. Each of us pick a post, sort however you want, go to whatever you want, pick a post, put it in the chat bar of this uh, this recording session, and then we will all three of us look at it and give some con- constructive criticism to that artist. Okay. Okay, so I've posted the picture in the chat, and I think we need to give some constructive criticism to this painting <laughs> that is just called Trump. <laughs> oh my god. Bad subject uh, matter, bad form, inaccurate hair. Louisa, could you describe this painting for our listeners, please? I would say that this is a painting that uses many different effects. <laughs> To give us the weird face of Donald Trump. You can tell, I will say. It's a very um, undetailed sketch, but you can absolutely tell that this is meant to be Donald Trump. (laughs) Yes. That's true, yes. Can I say some positives before we get into the negatives? I do like the fact that this person clearly created a stamp of, like, a hair plug. (laughs) And then used that to put all of his hair on. (laughs) That is pretty amazing, actually. (laughs) You know what? I, I like put it. this up kind of as a joke because it's terrible, but I I like it more and more the more I look at it. I dislike looking at it. Is that? <laughs> I do like the fact that the sclera of his eyes are totally black with just a white pupil. <laughs> That yeah, nice. that's pretty accurate, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. I also gave him a more uh, human Caucasian flesh tone than the weird orange that he always is in actual yeah, life. Yeah, that was very generous. <laughs> Although I do like the fact that they have kind of like a reverse rouge thing going on where all of his face is red except for his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah, the more I look at this, there's a lot of effects going on. Yeah, it's not as... I mean, okay, here's some criticism. It's when pretty you're put- terrible. <laughs> well, yes. When you're putting shading on your painting, you can't just switch to the uh, airbrush feature of your art program and then just put, like, brown. <laughs> just airbrush on some brown. <laughs> That's not how shadows work. This is, uh, this is like some found art. Like, the artistic elements are not any yeah. that this person intended. 
I found it on this Reddit. <laughs> I told you that. Oh, now you can be the artist, man. I'm the artist. <laughs> Just like Duchamp. You can put it in a, in a museum. Yes, I'm going to turn it upside down first. Though. <laughs> oh, I can't find the worst one because it only lists the top thousand posts. Jeff, you you keep rehashing these things. I found the worst one. I posted it. It's here. Well, that's fair. <laughs> okay, so that's the one that I think we should critique. Do you guys have one that you'd like us to critique? I didn't mm. find one yet. Where on earth did you find that? Because on all the pages I've looked at, they've they've been pretty good. I clicked on controversial and scrolled through until I saw one that looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good method. Yes. Oh, I almost put I almost put the painting of uh well, the description is sexy cat woman, so No. <laughs> no, oh, I I don't man. want that. This is just like this is this should be on rule 34 board, not on mm. digital painting board. This is pornography. <laughs> Tifa Lockhart realistic artwork. Oops, this page has been removed because it's, like, the filthiest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Just from the thumbnail of Tifa Lockhart artwork, I can tell that this was very disturbing. Oh man, a lot of these are really bad, and I feel bad about how bad they are. Yeah, I put one up that someone said it's their first try. This isn't terrible, actually, for a first try. It's not terrible. Yeah, for a first try. It's not very good. But it's certainly not terrible. Okay, the, yeah, this was on the, the, the hot or yes. new page. The problem with this one is that it's a lot of planes of solid color without yes. any texture to it. I think that's, like, the main critique I have of this. It reminds me of, like, a um, uh, set for a high school play where all you know about shading is, like, you're going to paint the shape of the thing, and then one side you're going to paint darker, and the other side you're going to paint lighter. <laughs> Yeah, I yep. think high school is the key phrase there. This person... Uh, and this person might actually be in high school. Is so probably it's, in high school. It's not bad. It has so this is, for the me. listeners at home, this is a painting of a of a lady in a blue dress uh, twirling some hair in her fingers, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's done in a very, like, cartoony, simplistic style, which isn't a negative always. Yeah, it, um, it looks very flat in a way that it's probably not intended to be. But, right. I mean, yeah, the lines aren't better. bad. It's just the coloring. They did a bad job coloring it. I will say also that the shading on it, um, as as Louisa just said, it's sort of like it's very like here is a sphere, and I know from art class that like a per- an ideal sphere with a single source of light has this shading on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of hard to identify what the source of light is, because sometimes the shading is, like, below the bust line, <laughs> but above the arm. Yeah, it's a little bit confusing. Yeah. But also, good news for this person. <laughs> you could start making art for WikiHow right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is easily as good as any of the uh, descriptive pictures that are on WikiHow. <laughs> I will say that I appreciate that this person didn't make the mistake that I think a lot of people make where they make their lines too harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, like, on the face, the nose, the line of the nose isn't just a black line. It's like a, a darkly shaded version of the skin tone so that it's sort of, it's a gentler curve. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just tend to be like, a line drawing and then color it in, but this person has really put some thought into that, so yeah, that's I, good. I think they probably are pretty young because it definitely looks fine. Like it's, there's nothing about it that's jarring or unpleasant. It just doesn't look quite right, and they're probably going to get there. Yeah, 
they've yeah, got they'll get there with start. practice. Yeah. They've got a good start on the shading. Um, they just need to put some more thought into where their light source is. But. I'm curious what their line art looks like, because uh, there are plenty of people who don't do any sort of digital coloring, but they're fine at drawing things. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hmm. This is also very funny. <laughs> you wanted to do critiques. Yeah, you're yeah. the you I was trying you. to... I thought we would all pick terrible ones that we could like feel comfortable making fun of, well, which you... is why I put Donald Trump in there. <laughs> you should have said that in the part you wanted to edit. I thought we were going for like different levels of quality. No, I'm sorry. I, found, I, I guess I just one. assumed that since we're on a comedy podcast, you guys would know that <laughs> jokes were the, the flavor of the day. You're the one who said you wanted to do a critique. Like, it was serious. <laughs> this is the problem. This one is entitled Daniel Radcliffe. You know what's weird is before oh I looked God. at the title, I thought this was Daniel... Like, it does look like Daniel Radcliffe in some way. I can't tell how, but it does. If Daniel Radcliffe played the Joker. Or if Jack Nicholson uh, was Daniel Radcliffe's father. It didn't... Isn't that the same joke twice? Jack Nicholson oh, yeah, played I forgot. the Joker. I forgot he played the Joker. Because that movie's very bad. It's not it's very fine. bad. It's, it's fine. Uh, it's uh, it was probably pretty good. good in 1989. But... Yeah, it fucking was when we saw it in theaters. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And also, it's just a different kind of good. I don't think it's... I think it's a, like a different take on Batman, but I don't think it's bad. Anyway, this uh, is a so. picture of Daniel Radcliffe's face pretty close up. Uh, he's smiling and laughing. Uh, it's probably taken from a photo, but then it's drawn over with different effects and shading, and some other colors are brought in in sort of a modern art style to make it look, to me, a little bit weird and jarring, but you can tell that it's Daniel Radcliffe, and I don't yeah, quite know what the artist was going for. It's my like main... if Daniel Radcliffe was in Waking Life or A Scanner Darkly. <laughs> my main critique here is that this artist has clearly used some shading in order to make the bottoms of Daniel Radcliffe's teeth craggly and monster-like, uh, and I guess my main critique would be, remember that Daniel Radcliffe is British, so you should make these way more craggly and monster-like. <laughs> I wonder what his teeth look like. They're oh, perfect, man. because he grew up as a movie star. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna send you guys another one that's... Uh, that sounds like I, cheating. Is it just gonna be a picture of Daniel Radcliffe's teeth? Because that's what I'm googling right now. <laughs> You're going to ruin your autocomplete results. I do like in this painting how they've used uh, blue and purple and like a fuchsia for the shadows because it's like an unusual effect, but you do kind of get that in modern art, so I like it. Yeah. Really highlights them. What's this other one Jeff's got? It's it's, uh, pretty good. (laughs) What the hell is this? (laughs) I don't know. It was like (laughs) 10... Ah! (laughs) Ah! Sorry, I just clicked on Matt's link, and it's just a very close-up photograph of Daniel Radcliffe's face. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it sure is. Did yep. you guys see that thing that was going around this week where it was, uh, like, straight-on picture of Daniel Radcliffe, and it morphs into Elijah Wood, and then back, and it barely changes because they look almost identical? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I believe it's it. It's kind yeah, of upsetting right. to look at. <laughs> Now, you, Jeff, have linked to something on DeviantArt, which is definitely cheating. What is this all about? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's post, it's the 301st most controversial post on this board. Uh, (laughs) and it is two panels. The top panel is 
a basket surrounded by darkness, like a baby bassinet, and it says, we're, we're all born, dot, 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 in red uh, handwritten text. And then the bottom panel is a grave. It just says R.I.P. on it with no other indication of who is in the grave. Uh, surrounded by fog and in the same handwritten red text, to die, we all are. <laughs> I like the addition of we all are. To like, yes. like, you didn't quite believe me, but it was, I swear it's true. It's, yeah, and we're all, all of us. We all are. Now, Jeff, is it possible you've confused this podcast with your other podcast? Because this seems more like a creepy pasta to me than it does. Like. That's true. The twist is that we were all born to die. And no, there's... the twist is we all are. Oh, oh, oh no! I thought I was exempt. Yes, but who was phone? As the classic creepy pasta goes. Yes. What, you're not aware of that one? I am. I'm I not. just don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> I don't know okay. what you're talking about. Oh, uh, <laughs> really? Louise, but were you not it... on the internet in 2005? <laughs> I guess maybe I didn't hear all the stuff you said. Maybe I zoned out for part of it. Something but about wait, a phone. that's fine. Jeff, how is Babby formed? <laughs> <laughs> that one is still fun to uh That's a creepypasta, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That there would be such people in the world. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Creepypasta is imagining what that person's home life is like. Now, I would argue that if you took this picture, the we are all born to die, we all are picture, and you replaced all the text with how is Babby formed, <laughs> I, think, I think that this could be a legitimate work of art. Not only a legitimate work of art, but a super successful birth control campaign, right? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I found something that's way more upsetting. It's a buttholes fusion. Uh, Oh no, no. is this going to be more anthro porn? Nope. Uh, Did a buttholes fusion piece. Always fun if you can't think of what you want to draw. And then they drew this monster. Yes. It is, is. This, is this always good when you don't know what to draw? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, because that, that website, there's that website that will uh, show you. Combine them for you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah this uh, person combined Slowpoke and Rapidash. Uh, or maybe Slowbro. I don't know if you can tell the difference just from the head and the tail. It doesn't have that uh, shell on it, so. You guys oh, yeah, have to true. tell me, do you think that uh, this uh, this podcast would get it significantly worse if every time you guys talked about buttholes, I just made a fart noise the entire time until you were done? I think yes it would, because you'd be doing that a lot, and it would know. be very <laughs> unpleasant for the listener. <laughs> What if I just beep out all of the buttholes? Every time anyone says the word buttholes, I just beep it out. Okay, but you have to use a higher frequency beep than you did for when we were saying those actors' names that I don't want to say so that you don't have to beep it out. What if I just instead record a different word that I like and put it over where buttholes? (laughs) That is a lot more work, but a pretty good joke. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something I like enough to replace buttholes. Like, uh... You don't like things. I don't like things. Damn it, you're right. (laughs) It's very upsetting because of its dead eyes, and also the fact that it's a pink horse monster. Yep. Actually, okay, here's what I think we should do. Louisa and Jeff, each of you say a word that you think is something I like so that I can put it over when you said buttholes earlier in your own voice. Oh, um... Buttholes. (laughs) Okay, great. Louisa? Complaining. 
Okay. Uh, it's kind of backfired on you, huh? <laughs> and for my one, I'm going to say buttholes. <laughs> Pretty good. See uh, that's, oh, oh, that's no. going to be very funny, though, when I edit it all together. I found another very bad buttholes. One. First, I want to say about this uh, slow dash <laughs> that when I was a teenager in the 90s, uh, kids would do terrible artwork with poster paints and, you know, pastels, art pastels. Yeah, because you came from the pre-computers <laughs> era of yeah. 1492. You went, to, I, you went to school with Lisa Frank, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but what's very heartening about all this is that the terrible digital art that uh, I'm hoping teens, <laughs> this is a teen, <laughs> are making nowadays looks exactly the same. Like, it still yeah. looks like poster paint and pastels. Like, the the outlines are still smudgy, the shading is still bad. I like that. There's a consistency. <laughs> uh, the one I've just sent is titled Bree, My Cat, and I just trying to catch them all. Oh, uh, the gauged earrings makes me very sad. Uh, and this <laughs> is a... A uh, very serious digital painting of a presumably 17-year-old young man uh, dressed as Ash from Buttholes. With no expression on his face and a <laughs> cat on his shoulders that is painted up like a Pikachu. That's how you can tell it's art. No expression, right? <laughs> yep. Also, well, is it just me or does it look like he's about to take a bite out of that Pokeball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's holding the Pokeball like it right up in front of does. his face. If he was looking at it, I would think for sure he's going to eat that. If if just once, one episode of Iron Chef, uh, the chairman took a bite out of a Pokeball instead of a pepper at the beginning, that would be amazing. <laughs> now, now, I do, I want to say about this piece, it is absolutely indistinguishable from a lot of modern art that is actually hanging in museums. <laughs> I will give it that. It's got that uh -huh. folk art quality where like things that aren't quite right that aren't quite photorealistic seem intentional. Like, <sighs> Yeah, I guess so. It really has all the qualities that a lot of paintings from... Like, I'm thinking of Edward Hopper. Obviously, he had a better uh, grasp of human anatomy, but it's yeah. not unlike a Hopper painting. The foreshortening in this is terrible, though. <laughs> like, the one shoulder that's towards the quote-unquote camera is not terrible, but then the other one looks like it's coming out of the middle of his chest, and he doesn't have an arm on the other side of his body. Yeah, but mid-century American folk art? It's kind of like that. Yeah, but back then people didn't know how bodies were. <laughs> yeah, fifty years ago people didn't know how bodies. Yeah, were. they didn't have they didn't have mirrors, so they couldn't look at even their own, and they weren't allowed to look at each other's because of religious reasons. Yeah, it was illegal. Uh, yes. That's right. <laughs> you have to keep in mind we're a Christian nation, Louisa. Yes, and we're a Christian podcast, so yes. let's keep it clean with the language, please. That's what I clicked on iTunes when it said what category we were in. That's why Wait, we don't have very have... many listeners. Can I, can I just have both of you say the word Jesus instead so that I can edit that over <laughs> Jesus earlier? Because that's even better a joke. Okay. Oh, well, what are you going to do for when you said Pokeball? Is that just going to... Are you just going to edit ball? the first half of the word? No, I think that... I think Pokeball can stay. Okay. Uh, Jesus. 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 Oh, Jeffy laughed. That's fine. We all have separate audio tracks. Oh, that's true. You goon. 
I forgot oh, about <laughs> I forgot about that thing that I stare at for many hours every week. The thing that you get mad at us all the time yes. for not thinking about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you could just delete the crosstalk. It's fine. Yep, I forgot about that. <laughs> all right, Man. good, good, and great. Looking at all of this art is making me sad. Well, luckily, we're d- we've done an hour. Oh, okay, so. cool. <laughs> Bye. That's the only thing we promise with our uh, podcast. <laughs> yes. It will be roughly 60 to 90 minutes, sometimes more than that. <laughs> Does anyone else have that song, uh, We Were Born to Die, stuck in their heads now after that painting from earlier? No, but I know I why you know brought it song. up. <laughs> No, well, I guess that too, but that genuinely, I haven't been able to stop thinking that song in my head. I don't know that song. I don't know that song. You know that one? It's like, uh, baby, we were born to die. Who sings it? Can you do a better job? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly I cannot. Wow. Oh, it's, it's, it's Lana Del Rey. Oh, sounds about right. Yeah, I think that's the name of an album of hers, but not from, a song. I don't know the song. It, the title, okay, I, I just looked guessed. up the words, and it's <laughs> "Don't make me sad, don't make me cry." You looked up the words, and you still are going <laughs> well, blah blah blah. I thought I was at the chorus, but there's a lot more words before the part there where you she says "Born to Die." Realize it was a Lana Del Rey song, and you lost concentration. <laughs> you couldn't look at the page anymore. Yeah, hey, you like went Lana into a, a heroin fugue and just. <laughs> I like Lana Del Rey. You guys can go to hell. What's wrong with Lana Del Rey? Well, she's... consider. Yeah. She's not very good at singing, and yeah. her uh, entire persona and style um, is constructed by someone else, and she's basically an actress playing a part. Uh, you could say the same thing about Mick Jagger. Uh, I guess, but I feel like he definitely had a lot more uh, involvement in creating that persona. Uh, do you know Mick Jagger personally? No, but Boom. he gotcha. seems... Wait, do <laughs> wow. you? Hold yes. on, do you? Yes, he's here uh, right now. Okay. <laughs> he's giving me a thumbs up, so clearly I know what's going on. Uh, can we hear a little bit from Mick Jagger? Does he want to be on the show? Uh, hold on one second. Mick. Hey, hey Mick, do you want to... This is going to no? be pretty good, Louisa. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't want to come over oh, here. Oh, what? Uh, Sorry. It's oh, weird that we couldn't so hear lame. him say no. <laughs> no, he, he just shook his head. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Louisa, oh, you don't so have any sad. of the uh, founding Rolling Stones membrane- members in your house, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> so I'm all good. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing uh-huh. any voices or any such thing. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> but I will want to say, counter song, We Were Born to Be Alive. How about that? I've never What's heard that? of that song either. That's a post-disco, disco kind of song. You have heard it. They've used it in commercials. But it's super fast-paced. And the line is, we are born, born to be alive. That's the chorus. It goes over and over a million times. Nope. Oh, but Keith Richards just walked into my room. <laughs> oh. Well, is he gonna? Is he saying anything? Hold on, let me see. Hey, Keith. Keith. No. Do you want to be on the pot? No. No, he doesn't either. He's shaking his head. <laughs> oh, man. It's really he weird that you're just hanging fast. out with the stones. <laughs> Not all of them, just Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. Oh, you don't have Charlie Watts? No, he's not here. Hey, guys, where's Charlie? Do you recognize us now? 
uh, it sounds like a disco song. Yeah, like, it all does, them, doesn't it? All sound it the same. It sounds like something I'm going to have to edit out of the show because it's such terrible audio quality. <laughs> oh, yes, that yeah. song. Okay, but I'm still not going to put that in the show because that's a terrible song. All right, that's uh, fine. But I want mutually assured destruction. I want to guarantee that that Lana Del Rey song is not going to be in this show either. Uh, well, just put a Rolling Stones song in there. <laughs> yeah. You can just get uh, Mick and Keith to, to play something for you uh, after the show's over. Hey, what song do you guys want me to put in it? That, that's not one of yours. No? Okay. Uh, yeah, they want me to put in Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. Oh, I hate I that song, though. Oh, that's a pretty <laughs> yeah. good song. No, it's terrible. Yeah, I don't know why they wanted me to put that in there, but <laughs> they just wrote it on a big card and held it up as well. That's why you couldn't hear them talking. <laughs> well, what, can, what about, like, them covering that song? <laughs> I mean, I, do you have that audience somewhere? YouTube.com <laughs> slash Rolling Stones covering Vanessa Carlton. Didn't Vanessa Carlton do a cover of um, Paint It Black at one point? I think she did. Oh, yeah, oh, with, um, what's his what? name, from Counting Crows, right? Oh, I don't know. Adam Duritz? No, that's Parking Lot. When they yellow were dating? Taxi. Yeah, yeah. Yellow Taxi. Yes, yes, also. But I think they did a cover of a song uh, that they shouldn't have been covering. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa Carlton did cover Paint It Black, but... Uh, Boom! I was right. <laughs> weird. Uh, it doesn't say that it has any any Counting Crows in it, though. Damn. I think it was just her. I think the only one she Maybe did with on one. Adam Duritz? Yeah. Yes. Was the was a big yellow taxi? I thought they did a whole good, album together. Audio. That was a real bummer that uh, that they did that song together because I like that song, but I don't like any version of it. I, How is that possible? I think their version is actually better than the original. Correct. No, listen. In the original, she says, "Big yellow taxi to driving my old man away," and that is such gross, dirty hippie talk for your boyfriend to call him your old man. I can't stand it. How do you know that it's her boyfriend and not her, the, an old man that she owns? Oh, okay. <laughs> then I guess you got me there. I don't know uh, her yeah. personally. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> That would be really funny if it was about slavery. That would whole, it be? That whole song was sung from the point of view of Abraham Lincoln. Think about it. <laughs> what? Think about it. I won't think about it. That's nonsense. <laughs> yes, it is. It is nonsense. Well, okay. this show's over. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the end of Everything this. really fell apart in a weird way this week. <laughs> Don't you think? I've been I've been trying to pry some comedy out of us talking seriously about the nature of art for the past hour. I don't know yeah, what happened, but job. in like the last ten minutes, I got really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> this feels bad. <laughs> well, the important thing is that we did it, even though it's going to make everyone sad. We pushed through it. That's the yep. important thing. <laughs> Yes, as long as everyone ends up less good than they were when they started listening, I guess that's fine. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Seeing Reddit. Uh, if you did, please tell your friends to listen and rate and review us on iTunes. Um, and uh, if not, then come back next week and we'll try a little harder, probably. No, we won't. You well, can find me on Twitter, J3FK. 
fun times out online. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot, or you can follow the show at Seeing Reddit. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, or you can email me. No one ever has or will, and that's fine by me. But my email address, I like to say it, is louisa at funtimes.online. And uh, you can follow Keith Richards at, what is it, Keith? Oh, no, he's shaking his head again. He's not into it. I wonder if he is on Twitter. I don't know. Probably. Possibly? <laughs> That's Imp- the thing. Impossibly? <laughs> impossibly true. <laughs> he was born in, like, 1895. <laughs> he's a vampire. <laughs> He's actually uh, the youngest current member of the Rolling Stone, like of like uh, the old members. I was going to say when you say current member, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I don't mean like they probably have like some some grandkids <laughs> in there now. So but- Keith, Keith Richards is on Twitter, and his handle is at official Keith with an F. <laughs> is it a verified account? Yes. Hmm, well, he's probably really mad that you shared that. Yeah. Well, he can. Tell, talk it, tell it to me personally, and then I'll retract the statement. I don't know how that thing works. Is he telling it to you right now, since he is there? Uh, no, he's just smiling. <laughs> is oh. he high yeah. or drunk at the moment? Um, uh, probably. Hard I would imagine so. I did give him a lot of drugs and alcohol. <laughs> that's why, oh, well, that's why there he's it is. friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, why else would he be at my house? <laughs> Oh, this is a weird episode. It is weird. Anyway, I hope you guys have a good week, and we'll see you guys. Sorry, that sort of ruins the (laughs) phrase if I do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, guys, we will see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. I see a red door, and I want it painted black. No colors anymore. I want them to turn black. Casting professional now, Jeff, right? Uh, by accident. Te- <laughs> technically, I make a dollar seventy nine a month for making a podcast. <laughs> Wait, how's that possible? What do you get from what? From you <laughs> on Patreon? I, oh, I was gonna say I gave you two dollars a month, but I guess some of that goes to Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> so. I believe that means that technically now I own you, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. You can tell me what Creepypodsta is going to be about now. Yeah. <laughs> can you please make your next episode be Creepypodsta brought to you by Matt Heron? <laughs> Uh I think I am running an ad from uh, another... I'm doing like an ad exchange with another podcast. Oh yeah? yeah. Is it this one? Uh, Is it our podcast? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. We we've yet uh, to record an ad. <laughs> our podcast doesn't have the clout to uh, be featured on <laughs> Seeing Reddit.